Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody. My name is Doug, and I love many things, most dogs, some people. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you once again from the long tunnel with the dim light at the end of it with another Homes Alone edition. It's Sunday, January 31st. We got through January 2021, and today we have not one, but two returning champions, plus a very, very worthy opponent, it's Joyelle Johnson, Claire Kramer, and Julia Rossi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Thank nice. you for having us back. Uh, well, you know, here's the interesting thing about uh, this particular trio is that uh, Claire Kramer is our ongoing champion. How many times do you think you've won now, Claire? Uh, this, this stretch, this is the third show in this stretch. This is your third appearance. Yes. In this stretch. Okay. So, uh, that's why she's back today. And then when I first reinitiated the, um, return, the winner gets to come back on the next show policy. Julia was a winner on a show, but then could not come back the next week. So we've ah. been patiently waiting to get back in. And then of course, because we've got two, two, such, two such strong competitors, I thought, who do I bring in for the third slot on this one? And that's when Joyelle Johnson came to mind. Yeah, you're trying to get that Ken Jennings on. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, if Joyelle, if you win today, you're stopping two two powerhouses in their in their forward momentum, and also you get to come back next week if if you'd like to. You, you no know, pressure. You're no free, pressure. Free to say no, but that's the 
that's where we're at in this pandemic is the prize for winning on this show is getting to do it again. And uh, from the sound of silence right now, I realize it's not the greatest prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pride prize, you know, it's yeah. good. It's absolute pride prize. And I've said this many times in the pandemic that pride, having pride in yourself is, uh, does help you to keep from getting COVID. Um, and so uh, the winner definitely uh, is safer than anybody else. It's also a bragging rights because I recently did a show with Moshe Kasher and he was like, oh, Joya, I don't think I've ever met you. I was like, oh, but I beat you on Doug Loves Movies. <laughs> so, yeah, that's always that's nice, right? And he <laughs> when he, you can he remembered. He remembered. Nice. <laughs> oh, Moshe. <laughs> He's the one, he had like a five week winning streak on the show um, at one point because he never knew the answers. He just always forced the other players to, you know, he just plays strategically and make them guess. And so he kept winning, even though he doesn't, he's not that great with movie trivia. So uh, I'm glad you had that uh, opportunity to put him in his place. Oh, it felt so good. There were laughs all around. <laughs> I was like, yeah, biatch. <laughs> Uh, you, Joyelle, are currently uh, still in the South? I am. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, saving democracy one election at a time. Because that was you, right? You went around and told everybody there, hey, you got to vote for these, uh, these Democrats. Yeah, it was Stacey Abrams and me. So, you know, <laughs> we, we do that Black female Mount Rushmore. I'm, I'm in there. Well, thank you so much for, for working so hard and, thank and making you. that happen. Yes, Joelle, thank you so much. <laughs> we appreciate it. And uh, Claire, how has the last three, I know it's been three days since we spoke. How has it been treating you? Rita, it's been good. I just, uh, you know, by the way, I was born in Atlanta. So, um, Joyelle, I'm very glad to have you down there doing that work because it needs to be done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. Today, I just actually finished. I was shooting with my daughter a uh, DVD extra behind the scenes music video little thing for my friend's movies. So that was fun. So we've been dancing all morning and then I motored home and here I am. Wow, that's what the DVD extras are now? Just somebody with their kids dancing around? Well, it's it, <laughs> it's it's a really cute movie. It's funny. It's a it's a movie called Dolphin Island, and I'm like, oh yeah, I think I've seen it. He's like, no, it's another dolphin movie. This one hasn't come out yet. So, you know, a, a, a dolphin family friend movie, and it, for the DVD extra, they have a little dance routine where they teach the kids um, a specific dance. So it's really cute. It's a dolphin based dance. It's not, no, it's a Caribbean based dance. <laughs> oh, okay. Cause I was already picturing, you know, that move when the dolphins get up on their, oh on their yeah. And they, and they like do back up. and forth. Oh yeah. That's in the yeah. movie like 10 times. I'm sure it'll be cut in and out of the dance. <laughs> yeah. I, the we, dolphin... I'm shocked there isn't a dance that's called the dolphin where you just replicate that. My friend said the dolphin out of everybody in the movie, Mitzi, the dolphin was the most consistent. <laughs> Hit her mark every time, <laughs> did the trick the right way. <laughs> Mitzi's such a weird name for a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met Mitzi's friend June the dolphin? <laughs> Mitzi's son, Polly the dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Julia Rossi, as I said, is back. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for showing us your baby. 
Oh, yeah. That is one fantastic baby. You Thank have. you. It's very exclusive content. She's not online. Don't go Googling <laughs> Julie Rossi baby. Um, yeah, that's that's primo content. Well, that is uh, that, that was uh, <laughs> enjoyable to, to watch because, you know, you know how that goes. And people are like, we want to see my baby. It's like, well, do you want to are you ready for the face I'm going to make? <laughs> so that's why you didn't turn on your camera okay then. yeah i didn't want to be like i didn't know what face to make if that baby ended up being ugly no i i'm very confident about my baby's appearance you, yeah of course you should be because yeah your baby is really i mean even i think even people who don't like babies would be turned around on on uh, your particular yeah. baby yeah um Real quick box office update. It's, you know, of course, only like 45% of movie theaters in the U.S. are even open. And then they have uh, limited capacities. But nonetheless, uh, people still want to see Denzel Washington and Jared Leto uh, arguing over how to catch a serial killer and the little things. Number one at the box office with a mere $4.8 million. Wow. Dollar take. And then, of course, The Croods is still number two. And Wonder Woman 84 is in third place. And fourth place is Mark's man, which begs the question, who is Mark and what did his man do? <laughs> Mark's <laughs> is... man. I get it. All right. That's the box office report. Now let's talk about, let's give people some movie going tips. It's time for recommendation nation we'll start with claire because she's probably the least surprised with this question because this is the third time you'll be answering it in uh, in a week now um yes what's a movie that you can recommend i you went hard with uh, baby driver last <laughs> episode uh, i mean it was like slam poetry me talking about baby driver so i'm not gonna a lot of a lot of baby driver talk and, you know, preaching to the converted, because I think a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, people who listen to this show are very aware of that movie, but it never hurts to uh, to continue talking about how great it is for anybody who missed out. Uh, yes. What, do you, what are you thinking for today? What's your recommendation? Okay, I'm pleasantly surprised <laughs> with um, the movie that I watched last night, which is the new Justin Timberlake movie, Palmer, on Apple TV. It was, it's a really great story um, about a kid. And of course it has Juno Temple, who we love from Ted Lasso, who plays another variation of the character she plays on Ted Lasso, but the, the sort of like American trailer trash version. She's amazing. Um, the best part about this movie, it's a, it's a family movie. I watched it with the kids, but it definitely, it's about a little boy's sexuality and the acceptance of those around him that he, you know, he doesn't identify as anything yet because he's seven or eight. Um, and the way the story is told is amazing, but the best, best, best part about Palmer was Justin Timberlake is oh. not recognizable as Justin Timberlake. You don't, oh, you don't watch the movie. Like for me, when I watched like saving private Ryan, I'm like, Oh yeah, there's Matt Damon getting rescued in world war II. No here. You totally forget that this is this international, you know, extremely successful singer. And he's actually, he's, you know what he is. He's like a John Barenthal type performance, but toned down. 
So he's really, really good. And you don't get pulled out of the story by the fact that it's Justin Timberlake. Mm. And the movie. I mean, he's a good actor. I, you know, I. He's a good I, actor. I, I, I buy him a hundred percent whenever I see him in a Trolls movie. <laughs> but, but you know what? He, he doesn't, he's not acting in this. He's, he, he's not giving a performance. He's not trying to emote. He's not doing those things that we hate from people on camera. He's just being, and he's being in the moment and it just works. The little kid in this is phenomenal. I don't know his name. I should look it up, but he's, he's amazing. And I, I really loved the movie and it's a great movie to talk. Uh, if you have kids that you want to open the conversation about, you know, sexuality and how people identify and start talking about, you know, that community and, and different ways in which people identify. It's a great movie to watch, to open that conversation with young kids. On a scale of one to four dolphins, what would you give it? <laughs> on on Mitzi's, on one to four Mitzi's, <laughs> I give it a three, three and a half Mitzi's. It's on Apple TV? Yes. And it's already, is it out now or about? It, I think it came out like a couple days ago. It oh, okay. just came out. Yeah. Okay. I really it, liked it. It's funny. Those streaming services, like the day when a big movie opens on it, you could have trouble finding it on there. It's very odd how they... Uh, make you search around for everything. Yeah, no, it's like, it is definitely, but I totally, I wanted to see it. The poster turned me off a little bit because again, it's like a close up of Justin Timberlake yeah, looking dramatically. Justin, and the name Palmer is like, what? Is this a movie about Golf? Arnold yeah. Palmer? <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, what? But I totally, I 100% recommend it. I think everybody, there's something for everyone in it and give it a chance. You'll be pleasantly surprised. All right. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, if you have that particular streaming service, that's the great thing. So you can just try, you know, you can just try it and see what you think. And there's no, no penalty for, uh, for turning it off or, in my case, often falling asleep. Like, I know I like to <laughs> fall asleep during a movie. I know how much I was enjoying it by whether or not I want to pick up where I left off or where I go, well, I think I'm good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is classic Claire. Also, I'm like, if I can make it to the end of the movie, it was a great movie, and I made it to the end. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on to uh, Julia. Do you have a motion picture you can recommend? It could be new or old. Uh, you know, the, the main thing is I'm hoping it's streamable. Whatever. Well, I I w was gonna s suggest the Wendy Williams movie. <laughs> However, my the rain like knocked the power out in my living room on the DVR for a few hours, so I didn't get to finish it. So I don't feel comfortable fully recommending it yet. But, but so far, what you saw so far so good. However, I have I did complete. It's not a scripted movie, but I watched In It of Itself on Hulu. Does oh, yeah. anyone know what that is? Yeah, that's the. Um... You know, I mean, the, the short answer is, uh, you know, magician or, you know, kind of like spoken word magician. But uh, it's there's so much going on in that show. But it's basically a one man play with uh, with illusions. Yes. And it I don't even know how to describe it. Like I <laughs> it was it was very cool. Yeah, I think that's why it's called in and of itself, because that's one of those expressions people use without like. They use it to describe something, and but they've said nothing. 
Yes. And it's, it's, yeah, it's all about, I don't know. He's just, he's an amazing, amazing illusionist. I don't know how he did the things he did, but then it gets really deep about self-identity and how the world sees you. And yeah, it's, um, there's some fun cameos in the audience and, uh, yeah. I saw it, um, I saw it a few times. I have to say, I saw it cause it played at the Geffen here in Los Angeles uh oh you saw it live and then it went to yeah yeah then it went to new york and um uh, i saw it a few times there uh, because it's you know just like watching it on the uh, you know on hulu now the the, you know you could stare right you know exactly what's going to happen and you can't figure it out yeah like it's a magic show you could see more than once and it's not like you go oh okay now i know how he did you know it's still like uh, amazing yeah, and people have these weird theories. Like I see people on Twitter saying how they think some of his things are done. I'm just like, well, you're not paying attention to what's happening. Like at one point, somebody called said he's just good at memorizing stuff, and it's that's like, impossible. Well, that's no. not how that was done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was very cool. So that I guess that and the first half of the Wendy Williams movie are my suggestions. <laughs> I saw a lot of the Wendy Williams documentary because I decided I should know. You know, I should see the documentary before the, you know, the reenactment version. And, yeah. um, but I've seen clips from the, the movie and uh, it, it looks pretty amazing. Well, if it, was, if it was half as good as the Salt and Pepper movie on Lifetime, <laughs> then I'm, I'm pleased because that was also very good. I'm sorry, that's three recommendations. I can't stop. <laughs> well, people have plenty of time uh, on their hands and uh, so they can watch uh, all of this garbage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm definitely going get, to get into that uh, Wendy Williams movie sometime, sometime soon. Um, wait, so what's your official recommendation, Julia? In and of itself. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. I'm writing it down. It's fun. The, um, you know, when you go see in and of itself uh, in person, the first thing you do is walk into a room where there's a bunch of little cards that say, I am, and then different, you know, occupations, but in some cases just as simple as a, you know, sexual identity or even like a personality thing. And so I picked a different one every time I went, but one time I did get my hand on, uh, they did have up there, I'm a comedian. So I was just like, well, you know, <laughs> might as well pick that one. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> might as well pick the one that's correct. But that, I mean, correct in a very literal sense, you know. Um, Joyelle? <clears throat> yes, sir. Um, I'm what have you go seen lately that you would uh, recommend without fear of uh, repercussions? <laughs> <laughs> no fear of repercussions one night in Miami oh it's so good it's so good for those of the people that don't know it's a blackity black 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 as hell movie directed by Regina King and we got Malcolm X we got Muhammad Ali Sam Cooke and Jim Brown just had a night together in a hotel room in Miami after Muhammad Ali kicked somebody's ass in a fight and it was just a really good, a really good movie. I think it was Regina's directorial debut, if I'm not mistaken. And I was just super proud of her. The acting was amazing. It was adapted from a play. And it really just kind of goes through what was happening at the time where Malcolm X was uh, kind of, you know, he was going to pass away soon, pass away. He was going to get killed soon, assassinated. And 
they just like his evolution at that point where his frustration with Sam Cooke especially was that Sam was the one that white people liked the most. And he was like, you don't realize how much power you have. So it was interesting to watch that dynamic. And Muhammad Ali is like a 22 year old boy. So he's jumping on beds. Everybody watch that movie, it's great. Yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. is is amazing. He's very, you know, he's a great actor and very charismatic, but it's also, it is interesting that the, that the movie, the character in the movie that everyone's kind of saying, hey, white people really love you. He's also now emerging as the one most likely to get an acting nominate, you know, an Oscar nomination for the movie. It's like even in, even in nominating black people, they, 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 lean, <laughs> they lean as white as possible. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, but it's such all the actors in it are so all four of them are are really uh, terrific and um, like like with the guy who plays Muhammad Ali, like you get yes. over it's a really good impression, but you get over that really really quickly. It doesn't it doesn't it's not like a caricature. And, uh, yeah, and that's hard to do. It's hard to like you know people in history, especially people that are that huge, and you really do get away from it. You know, I was just able to be in the story after a while. Joyelle, since it was based on a play, does it all take place in one location? For the most part, yes. In the I love movies like that. Mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they and, figured, yeah. they came up with some ways to, you know, open it up and give the movie a little, you know, uh, more, uh, you know, uh, visual more context. You know, yeah. Like, like, like if you see the play, you obviously don't also see like the, the the scene, the fight that happens before essentially the action in the play gets gets going. So the, they were able to open that up for the for the movie. So it's not just, but it was interesting, like the timing that uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is also, uh, you know, based on a play and also pretty much takes place in this same place the whole time. So it was yeah, it, you it can definitely tell. Yeah, you could, you could, it you feels like, play. oh, this is a play, but it also feels like the people making it were smart enough to go, but if we do a bunch of things to try to open this up and make it seem less like a play, then we're just wasting people's time because there's so much good material right here in the, in the words that you don't, you know, uh, you don't necessarily need that. And that's why, yes. you know, both of those movies are getting so much uh, acclaim right now because they really, uh, they're really uh, enjoyable. Yes, dialogue uh, heavy. Love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's the great thing about One Night in Miami, too, is it's four really good actors, you know, bouncing it around, and uh, and you do get some uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, singing in there, uh, you know, which is also nice. It's it's just very... Uh, and any, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, somebody makes that movie, all the characters would have, uh, you know, maybe swore a little bit but like just watching those four historic figures who you know don't swear in public at all uh <laughs> and how they would talk amongst themselves that also was a really enjoyable aspect of, of the movie fully agreed stream, <laughs> stream it guys stream it <laughs> yeah all right so those are great recommendations uh I, you know, I haven't seen Palmer yet, but I'm gonna. And right now we're gonna take a brief commercial break and when we come back, is everybody ready to play some games? Yes. Yes. Play some games right after this. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back, and the first game we're going to play today is a staple here on Doug Buzz Movies. It's called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? And that, of course, is the game where I say a tagline from a movie. It's usually something from the poster or the, you know, advertisements for the movie. And um, we'll start with Joyelle. I'll say the, uh, the tagline. You tell me what movie you think it's from. <laughs> if she misses, then Claire gets a shot. If she misses, then Julia gets a shot. They're not easy, so don't uh, don't beat yourself up about it if you can't. Ooh, I'm ready. Answer, <laughs> Joyelle. What movie has the tagline? What makes you different makes you dangerous. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit! That sounds like X Men. Some X Men shit. Uh, I'm gonna just say X Men shit. That's my answer. <laughs> you know, you would only get the point if it was actually if it was X Men. Then I would definitely give it to you. But if it was any of the other sequels, you'd have to uh, come up with say that. the whole thing. I know how you do, but you do you that selectively, that. Doug. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's selective in the sense that I would let you add the word shit. I would have to I'm okay with that. So is that not um, the answer? It's not some yeah. X Men shit. No, it's not X-Men shit. Oh, damn. Go Claire, ahead, Claire. Do you think you know what it is, Claire? Well, Doug, in the world of Katniss versus Triss, I'm a Triss fan, so I love these books, and I also love these movies. It's Divergent. Oh, my goodness. Listen to this. Listen to Claire go. Is it? It is, right? That is correct. <sighs> Whoa. Wow. Katniss, I thought she was in Hunger Games. Yeah, but Triss is the one in Divergent, and so people yeah. like are either Team Katniss or Team Triss, and I I really like Triss. Wow! Yeah, as, soon as, as soon as Clara started rattling off characters from two different series, I was just like, oh no, this this woman knows what she's talking about. The books yeah, I, almost, I almost hung up. I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, leave Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she got it. No, but really, these books, I, I like the movies too, but the books of both these series are amazing. I, I recommend, I'm jealous of people who haven't read them because they can read them for the first time. So even though they're YA, I love them. Let me... Are you a publicist? <laughs> me no god damn just, you should be i want to hire you. i'm gonna do a movie and i want to hire you to just tell people to go see it because well I'll, I'll be your publicist i'll totally do it for you because i think you're a there badass you so thank you hype hype <laughs> woman up. hype woman i love it you know pun intended claire does uh does the movie series divergent does it diverge much from the source material as it goes later into the movies, yes, but it do, it also stays pretty true to the the thing that happens with both these 
movies based on the books, as you'll find anytime you adapt literature, is there's so much omitted, you know? So yeah. you feel like you, when I'm watching these, I feel like I have to explain to the person, oh, but you missed this whole part where, you know, such and such happened and this happened. Da, da, da. It's, it's just, there's so much that has to be omitted because they can only take up 90 to, you know, 120 minutes on the screen yeah, versus like 600 like pages. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of characters and they, they do get stuff to do, but none of them, like in, in Divergent specifically, I just feel like it's more about Tris than, than everything yes, else. Yes, exactly, exactly. And even like the mom character, the, I feel like she's way underdeveloped on the in the movies, you know? All right, Ashley well, Judd character. Claire's, uh, you know, knowledge of these movies really paid off on that uh, first tagline. Let's see what happens on the next one. Starting, we're starting with Julia, and then going to Joyelle, and Claire only gets a shot at it if Julia and Joyelle can't uh, figure it out. Julia, mm -hmm. one <laughs> choice can destroy you. Oh. <laughs> Um, choice. Well, I mean, when I say I have no idea, I can't even emphasize that enough. One choice and destroy you. Um, this definitely isn't it, but sliding doors. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not. I know that's wrong. That would be a hilarious tagline. For I know. I know it's not. It's not. But let's just do I it. Mean, I mean, it should be, or it should be like it would also be obviously like Sophie's choice would be a good one. Oh yeah, <laughs> but also Any a bad choice. One, it's just like if that's way too intense. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what do you think, Joyelle? Do you have an idea what it might be? Here's what I think. I think I'm gonna say the wrong answer, and Claire's gonna have a whole dissertation on the answers. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the Matrix. <laughs> Claire. It's the it's also in the Divergent series, Insurgent. That is correct. Oh, this but is the your Matrix theme. was a good. The Matrix was a very good Joyelle for not. Uh, yes. Yeah, he made a choice that could have just the red. It, yeah, which pill? Yeah, oh right. yes, these are calculated choices. You know, X Men. They was different. What if he? What if uh, Neo just grabbed both of them really fast and popped them both in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> That should be the what, new bitch? like Matrix movie. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what the next one's gonna be. Cause aren't they making another one? I, I I have heard, but I don't know if they really did move forward with it. Did they? I think they are. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Claire's running away with this, but uh, there's still a chance to catch up, Julia. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, Julia's got the baby, so I mean, Claire's you know. too 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 good. She's astute. <laughs> All right, Julia. Uh, what movie has the tagline "The world will be watching"? Oh, is it? Um, oh my God! Why can't I remember the name of? It's with Jim Carrey. It's. Oh, you mean Truman Show? Is it Truman Show? Incorrect. Okay. Maybe that's not the answer if he said the answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Joyelle. It's going to be one of the Divergent series because there's a theme here, but I ain't seen none of the movies. So <laughs> I'm going to just say Bivergent. <laughs> Somebody should make that. That would be awesome. 
I don't know these movies, but yeah. is it is this something from that series? Well, I can't say uh, anything more other than that your guess is incorrect. Cool. But Claire. I already mentioned this series and the lead character, Katniss. It is Damn Hunger it. Games. Hunger Games. Oh. They're already oh, figuring wow. out so much of this in her very first response. <laughs> Wait, so what, <laughs> I, what, what was that tagline again? Because the Hunger Games the whole the whole thing in those books and and the movies is they the world watches these um yes you right the yeah from the different districts and it's like the battle to death and so the world will be watching that's i think that was even on the poster yeah i think it was that's why we it made its way into the tagline game hey julia, julia i feel like we got set up I, th I feel yeah, like it's fine. Fine. <laughs> no. if you want to call me privately, we can talk about easy movies. <laughs> I was so excited about, you know, this sudden switch from uh, Divergent to Hunger Games. I thought it would throw somebody off, but uh, uh, it did not. Julia? Yes? Let me give you another chance here. Okay. <laughs> what movie has the tagline? Her time is now. Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman from, uh, when was that first one? In the 30s? No. Let's Woman go with Wonder Woman. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like a Hunger Games something, whatever reference. I'm going to say Wonder Woman 1984. It's wrong. I know it's wrong. <laughs> That's all right. We, you know, the next game is really the one that matters. Joyelle? Hunger Games 3, The Rise of Katniss. And you know, I love a good stab. That's not. <laughs> I know it's wrong. <laughs> Claire, what's the answer? <laughs> if I, I'm not 100% sure on Thanks this one. Yeah. Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure on this one, but I think it is going to be um, with the same with Tris. But the movie is called "The Fault in, in Our Stars," which is about her dying, and I think that that's the theme on oh, this one. Oh, wow. that, that's a fun twist! If I suddenly went to a uh, Shailene Woodley dying movie, mm -hmm. but no, I went in a totally different—not a totally different way, but another. Uh, young female hero character, Alita Battle Angel. Mm. Which is an amazing movie. Who that? That's the name of the movie? Oh, yeah. You don't know Alita Battle Angel? No. Oh, you or, check it out. It's for my daughter's birthday, we went to a pop-up Alita um, what, escape room type place. And it was set up like the market in the movie, and it was amazing. I mean, you're so hardcore. Like, that's ridiculous. Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a movie. Alita Battle, that's the name of the movie? Alita Battle Angel? Yeah, and it's uh, produced by uh, James Cameron, and uh, Rosa Salazar plays uh, Alita, and it's a mix of a live action performance and a an animation, because she has these really big like anime eyes. You've probably seen imagery from it. 
it's yeah. it's an amazing movie and this pop-up was like the escape room was so cool and i got like super into it and my kids were like mom calm down <laughs> I yeah i'm just claire i'm just gonna have to say the same thing calm down okay you won that game but there's another game that has nothing to do with katniss or tris oh, or alita <laughs> and uh maybe uh julia and joyelle will have a better shot at uh, ready is it lifetime movies <laughs> I apologize for that. Me personally, I'm not. I don't know Lifetime movies that well because mm. uh, there are already movies that plan to have lots of commercial breaks, and that's not the kind of movies I'm into. Well, they will be on my podcast. Julia loves Lifetime movies. I, I, I think that's a great <laughs> podcast. I, I, <laughs> yeah, there's a huge market for that, and uh, I think you should start that up right away. <laughs> Just recap every Lifetime movie. I, I bet you such a thing already exists, but your, yours would be funnier. Um, okay, uh, we'll be right back after after this. No flipping. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, we're back. And Claire, I don't know how you did it. You managed to win that game by a narrow margin. Narrow. <laughs> narrow. Yeah. <laughs> she got all In case anyone was just joining us, I thought I'd make it sound like it was a, a you know, tight competition. <laughs> um, but that only means, Claire, that you get to go first in our Ooh, next okay. game. And that game is called Oh Yeah, Sunshine. Why is it called that? Well, because we're going to take turns guessing if a movie has the song Oh Yeah by Yellow or I'm Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves or both on the soundtrack. To refresh your memory, Oh Yeah is that song that goes Oh, yeah. That song. And, and you know, I don't have to sing Walking on Sunshine, do I? No. Everybody knows that one. Yep. So these are 80s movies, is Two what you're saying. Very popular songs on uh, soundtracks for motion pictures and television. Uh, you have to try to figure out. Uh, which one of those or both is in any given motion picture? Ooh. Start with Claire. And just okay. like the game, if she misses, 
we move to Julia and then to Joyelle to possibly pick up that gimme point. If two people miss on this, the third person gets a gimme. That, that's why I like this game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a little There's bit easier. A chance in hell. <laughs> point can just land in your lap, and that's that's what we're looking for. Claire. Okay. Oh yeah. Or walking on sunshine, or both, in a movie called "Look Who's Talking." Oh. Mm. Okay. Mm. I, I'm gonna. I, I. I have seen this movie. It's been a while. It doesn't seem like an oh yeah kind of movie to me. <laughs> because <laughs> it's about babies talking if i remember correctly like roseanne Barr and you know dan Aykroyd. maybe it's one of those talking movies last week it was a golden retriever talking this week it's babies i'm gonna go sunshine bruce willis that's your answer based on based on me talking it through based on nothing <laughs> he doesn't have anything to do with those movies and uh, i think you're thinking danny devito Roseanne Barr was in it, though, right? Roseanne Barr is in, like... John Travolta? Look who's talking now. Oh, okay, so... The baby was Bruce Willis. In later. The first baby is just Bruce Willis as Mikey. Oh, and my God. Kid, kid's okay. <laughs> Lunch. I, I'm going to stick with my son... Just Sunshine, not... That's the... okay, yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to convince you to change your answer or anything. <laughs> I was just explaining what, what happens with the Look, who, look Who's Talking films. And Classics. I, you are, in fact, correct. It is Walking on Sunshine. Oh, God. <laughs> so good. You're so good even when you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just had, a, you know, the baby talking. Remember, it was the Air Bud movies we talked about last week, or I don't even know. Something about a golden retriever talking. Okay. All right, Julia. You mm -hmm. get to go first on this next one. Okay. Which song or both is in the motion picture called Longtime companion. I don't know that movie. Um, let's go with. <laughs> so the choices are. Oh yeah. Walking on sunshine or both. Sunshine or both. It so it can't be not neither, right? Um, neither is not an option. No, it's either okay. both of them are in there or one of the other. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, oh yeah. That is incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I have also never seen or heard of this movie, so I'm just going to say Walking on Sunshine. That is correct. Woohoo! Woo Guess an ass bitch. Guess an ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess an ass bitch has one. <laughs> and know it all. Claire has one. And Julia is just waiting to get out of the starting gate. Lifetime <laughs> Companion was a, um, one of the first uh, AIDS dramas to come out of uh, Hollywood. And I assume Walking on Sunshine occurs in a happier uh, part of <laughs> The AIDS drama? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dermot Mulroney was in it, I believe. Um, Claire gets to go first in this next one. Okay. Oh, yeah, Walking on Sunshine, or both in American Psycho? Mm. I actually know the answer to this one. 
I do not remember Oya oh yeah being in this movie, and I I do know that Sunshine. Well, none is not an answer. So Sunshine. I'm gonna go Sunshine. Julia, was that you that said you knew what it was? I think so. Wait, did she get it wrong? Well, I'm asking you if you think she's right or wrong. I think she's wrong. Ooh. She's mm. right. She is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was both. Oh, yeah, that would have been a good one for both. I mean, oh, yeah, it would be pretty funny in American Psycho. Yeah. But uh, it just somehow did not make the cut. But walking walk on Sunday. I can't see, yeah, Brett Easton Ellis with... Oh yeah, it didn't really match to me. <laughs> but wait, yeah. was he killing somebody while walking on sunshine was playing? Uh probably, yeah. Cutting like, up a body. That movie mm -hmm. has a lot of ironic uh music choices. So I, I don't think oh yeah would have been that crazy, but it was also oh yeah wasn't really thought of like that wouldn't be in that guy's record collection because it's thought it was more of a soundtrack song than a like a hit single. I don't yeah. even know how it did on the charts, but like, you know, Walking on Sunshine was number one on the pop charts for like 12 weeks or something. Some crazy amount of time. All right, so Claire has two points. Julia gets to go first on this next one. We're playing, playing to three points. <laughs> Julia, which one of those songs or both are in the film, the John Cusack movie, High Fidelity? Mm. Oh. Um, hmm. I think Walking on Sunshine is. Uh, is oh yeah. I'm gonna say oh gosh. I'm gonna say just Walking on Sunshine. That is correct. Yes! yes! One. I like I said I didn't want to leave with zero points. It's funny go. too, they made that series with um, Zoe Kravitz, the uh, High Fidelity, the TV show. That was so good. Yeah. Uh, but Walking on Sunshine was in the pilot, the first episode of, that, of the show. And I, I didn't realize it was a carryover from that. That song had been in the movie as well. Um, all right. So Julia's on the board. Joyelle also <laughs> has one point and gets to go first on this next one. Joyelle, which one of those songs or both are in Daddy Daycare? Damn it. I've never seen that. Um, uh, I feel like that song's definitely going to be in Daddy Daycare. Adam Sandler's in that movie, right? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't think so. It's, um, it's Eddie Murphy. Yes, Black. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to assume Oh Yeah is in there. So I'm going to just say Oh Yeah. That's incorrect. All right. Good job, Joel. Claire. Crushing it. Claire for the potential win. Um, I am going to say Sunshine. That is correct. You did it. You won. Uh, <laughs> was that the answer to all of them? I that did. was my all three that I got was sunshine. Yeah, it was the answer to all of them. It did turn out to be the answer pretty much. Yeah, it was the answer every time was uh, was walking on sunshine. Is the game over, Doug? Yes, it is. Because the only movie I really remember, oh yeah, being in is Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Yeah, and maybe 
yeah, like another John Hughes type eighties movie. But I definitely know it was in Ferris Bueller. It off was like when when they used it in Ferris Bueller. If it had been used before, it just hadn't been used so memorably. But I think that was the first time. Yeah, crappy filmmakers who don't have any imagination stuck it in in like similar kind of scenes, like when somebody's sneaking around trying to do something. Yeah, (laughs) very zany eighties. Yeah, and it was um, it was in the um, Michael J. Fox movie, The Secret of My Success. Ah, that makes sense. That also has. Is that the one where he's on the champagne bottle? That's the posters, him in the champagne bottle. Yeah, yeah, it's about. Yes, I love that. Yeah, that 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 checks out. That's like peak Michael J. Fox. Yeah, but I'm but I'm saying that's the the movie that has both of those songs in it. His secret of my success. Um, but congratulations to Claire, and. Thank you to Julia and Joyelle for coming in and trying to t- trying to topple her from perch on trivia from her throne. But uh, Claire, can you come back again next week? <laughs> I sure can, Doug. <laughs> what would you like to plug in the meantime? <laughs> well, I, I'm going to be Joyelle's. I'm going to be Joyelle's publicist from now yes. on. So that's my new career. Um, okay. And Julia, I'm happy to do that for you as well. I'd love it. Yeah, I that'd think be cool. You're a badass. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, I'm launching my my next podcast is going to drop its first episode early April called Fanatics, produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. And David Magadoff is my co-host, who is also starring in the new Dexter. So it's a very fun podcast where we talk about things that are that people are fanatical about, but not about their careers. <laughs> so you may come on the show and for example, like Greg Grumberg came on and talked about his love of Ford Broncos and Tiffany Thiessen came on and talked about her love of cookbooks. So we like to talk about not people's careers, but other things they're obsessed with. So it's a really fun little show. Stop okay, the amber. If, if you, if you keep winning here on this show, you have to come up with other, you have to give us other examples. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I will. Same plug every week. Exactly. (laughs) Joyelle Johnson. Yes, Doug. And I still implore you to play the final game that I love to play. So you got to bring that back because that's my favorite game. Yeah, that's Last Person Standing, uh, I believe, is the game that uh, you enjoy and a few of the other guests like it too. Maybe we'll do a special episode where we bring you together. Please uh, to to play that that particular. Please game. bring me and Moshe together again. <laughs> and oh my God. um, I had a great time today. And I am also going to be starting some new podcast. Julia Rossi was actually just um a guest on my podcast with my friend Kenny DeForest. It's called Gangly and Face Ass Save the World, and we are going to be dropping that uh, soonish. And we talked about therapy with Julia and her sister. So. Look out for that, folks. All right. It was really fun. Yeah, that's cool. A nice uh, nice crossover here with all, all of everybody on everybody else's shows. Uh, Julia, what else have you got going on? I have a podcast. Isn't yes. that crazy? We in the uh, house. I, uh, my podcast just started last week. It's called Should I Get Bangs? And it's people talking about breakdowns and breakthroughs and um 
yeah, then at the end of every episode, either I give some tips on how to stay sane, or I sometimes have a guest therapist who is my sister come on and give uh, professional mental health advice. So it's mental health comedy, that good stuff. So yeah, I love I that. Thanks. That's available now. It is available now. Yes. Excellent. And then what's your, um, spell your uh, Twitter handle so people can find that. Oh yeah. It, uh, it's not spelled how it's spelled the Italian way. Uh, G I U L I A R O Z Z I. Very good. Um, yeah, we'll have, uh, Claire obviously is going to come back again next week, but everybody will be back, uh, very soon. Does anyone have, I know what I'm going to say at the end of the show, every episode lately, I've been saying uh, a line from a, a movie, like the last line of a movie. And, you know, there's some real famous ones, uh, final lines, but I'm finding that like most of the final lines of movies tend to be very, you know, mundane and not, not, uh, not very exciting. Uh, do any of you have any favorite last lines from a movie? I got one. Uh, tomorrow is another day. <laughs> is that, that's gone with the wind? That's gone with the wind, baby, because people think, uh, frankly, Mike Diotto, give a damn is the last line, but that is not the last line of that movie. That'd be the weirdest ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give a damn. Bye, bitch. <laughs> I like that as the ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but let's gender with it, you know? Yeah, that's a classic one. I haven't done I haven't done that one yet. Do you know? Can you think of any, Julia? No, I don't remember lines from movies. I probably shouldn't be on the show anymore. <laughs> is, this your, is this your retirement episode? Yeah, is this is my retirement. From <laughs> champion, your first appearance, you won. I don't know what happened. My first appearance, I got real like cocky and confident and i yeah i just i don't know claire and then not being able to finish the wendy williams movie you know it's just been like a week of not movie luck for me yeah mm -hmm. i think you'll i think you'll come out of it i, I hope so uh, i think so <laughs> i hope you come back sometime yeah uh, <laughs> i know claire because you know she's always she's always a student who always has answers for everything I know she's got a, a favorite last line from a movie. Well, I can call back to, if we want to talk about Nolan again, because you know I love Christopher Nolan and you Ugh. know I love Memento. It has the best last line, I think, because that whole movie, you know, is about him forgetting things. So the last line is, now where was I again? And that you could like yeah. literally start the movie there. I think Wait. I've said that one. I think it's I've said a good one. one. So, yeah. Did y'all like Tenet? I loved it. I haven't seen it yet. Did you um, like it, Joyelle? Exhausting. I just thought it was absolutely exhausting. I was mad the entire time. But I did like Memento, but he was doing too much in Tenet. You got to watch it again. This is I'm what I said. That. No, okay. That. That's my problem, is that he forces you to watch his movies more than once. I want to choose to watch your movie more than once. You, you ain't going to make me watch your movie more than once to get it, damn it. Yeah, I'll fight I, Christopher Nolan in the street. It, I always find that that uh, advice frustrating when I say I don't like a movie, and they say, you, you just need to watch it again. It's like, well, but I, what I didn't like about it was how bored I was, so why? Yeah. <laughs> 
why would watching it again make me suddenly more interested? Like, oh, now I understand why I was so bored. Um, but yeah, I just want to see that one on the big screen when I do see it. So I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Because um, yeah. that's, I, I do feel, I feel like I would feel Joyelle's frustration and, and want to turn it off if I just watched it on TV. Because also one of the more interesting aspects of his movies and what I, from what I hear this one as well, is the, you know, the big screen photography. But here's the problem with the big screen is it ain't gonna have no subtitles. Cause I don't know if he didn't pay a sound mixer or a sound editor or something, but you can't hear a damn word coming out of nobody's mouth. Oh, he must have <laughs> been like, well, you know, it works so great with Bane. Let's have every character's part of Mumble. Oh man, I thought I was deaf, but yeah, good for him. <laughs> Oh, I also have one plug I wanted to throw in here. Uh, be sure to follow at Doug Loves Movies. There's a new uh, Doug Loves Movies dedicated account on Twitter that has uh, all Doug Loves Movies related stuff. And I promise I don't I don't re retweet uh, political musings uh, on that account at all. One more time, <laughs> thank you so much to Clara Kramer, Joy L. Johnson, Julia Rossi, who's Maybe going to retire. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, as always, I just want to be there. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.